Hello, good day, welcome to the How to Be Unpopular podcast. This is Todd. I'm at, I'm at home by myself. I'm hanging out with the cats. It's Friday, Friday night. It's spring. The sun is out. It's it's finally starting to get warm. It feels good. It feels like spring. It also feels good to be doing a solo podcast. I haven't done one of these for a really long time. Actually, I tried to do one like a few months ago and it didn't work out. There was some the technology failed me and my iPhone didn't record it. I don't know. I, it failed. Um, it was actually really funny. I, I recorded about 20 minutes and I felt really good about it. I was having a lot of fun and then I, I think I paused it or something, went to take a piss and realized that the iPhone hadn't been recording and I was really disappointed. I was like, oh man, that was brutal. Like it's a, it's a bad feeling when, when you feel really good about something and then it's, you realize that it's not being recorded. And so I, I tried to do it again but I basically was just trying to like repeat all the things that I was saying and it felt super lame. It was like I was reciting something and it just didn't feel genuine and I got like a couple minutes in, I was like, ah, oh, fuck this. So I scrapped it, it went out into the ether. It was still a good experience though. It's good to experience um, talking when no one's around. You're not having a conversation with someone, you're having a conversation with yourself and with the thousands, possibly millions of people over time that will listen to this recording, it's an interesting thing to, to speak and know that people are on the bus or people are walking through the park or people are at, at work um, listening to me talk right now at this moment, but you're in the future. So I welcome you into my home. I welcome you as my guest. I hope I can give you some positive energy. I hope I can I hope I can make whatever you're doing right now better. I hope I can bring some some light to your to this moment for you. Maybe I can make you laugh. Maybe I can make you maybe I can make you smile. Maybe I can make you really sad. Maybe I can make you really sad. You know, I think the content of this podcast might make some people sad. And that, to me, is sad. I think I'm predicting that the contents of this podcast are going to disappoint a lot of you. But I just want you to bear with me, and I want you to feel that disappointment. I want you to experience that disappointment and experience that surprise and that, oh, really? I want you to experience, I, I just want you to feel the disappointment that I'm about to give you and, and say to yourself, why am I disappointed? Why am I, why am I angry? Because you might be angry. You might, not all of you, but I think 75%, 80% of you, because of the content of this podcast that's about to, the, the things I'm about to uh, talk about, might, might make you upset. So, Let's just dive in. Um, the announcement that I want to make to the world, um, something I want to get off my chest, is that I recently started skateboarding. I 
I don't know. It was like on a total whim. I hit up a, a friend on Facebook, a skateboarder friend of mine, and I asked him if he had a cheap board uh, to sell. It had been in the back of my mind for a really long time to get a skateboard and because uh, I, I really wanted to incorporate it into some rollerblading tricks. I thought that would be really cool, like for one of the mushroom bladings um, to – I don't even know what – I'm going to do. I don't know what I thought I was going to do. I, I really don't have a plan, but I thought if I just get a skateboard and, and like bring it out on some mushroom blading filming sessions, maybe some possibilities will arise and I could do something interesting with a skateboard. I don't know what that'll be, but you got to have a skateboard to open up that possibility. So that's what I wanted to do. So I contacted my friend and I said, hey, you got a board? And it just so happens that the friend that I contacted, he recently got a pro board, and he had one of these boards that he could uh, sell to me for pretty cheap, and he threw in a pair of shoes. I got a pair of shoes and a, a complete skateboard for 40 bucks, pretty good deal, um, and it was my friend's pro board, which was really sweet. Unfortunately, the his name is actually grinded off. It was a used board, um, so... You can't actually see his name, but I know that it, it's his pro board, so it has some special meaning for me. So I went to Skate Plaza, or as rollerbladers like to call it in Vancouver, Hate Plaza, to uh, to make the exchange, uh, buy the board from my friend. And I got the board, and we had a little session, and it was kind of like my first uh, skateboarding session. Um at a skate park, which was so interesting, because I'm used to going to a skate park as a rollerblader, which, if you're a rollerblader, you know that um, not always, not all skateboarders, but a lot of skateboarders don't like rollerbladers, and, and they don't like the fact that you're at the skate park, and it's common to get beef, it's common to... Uh, hear like fucking fruit booters or or whatever or just generally just feel kind of like a sense that the people don't like you or that you're you're an outsider um and you can break through this but generally that's that's the consensus i mean after all it is a skateboard park and the the park um i think most parks in the world all the parks in canada anyway are built for skateboarders it's built for skateboarding um, and we as rollerbladers are lucky that skateboarding is so popular that they have built all these skate parks around the city for us to rollerblade on. I mean, we are kind of, if, if, I mean, if skateboarding didn't exist, all these skate parks would not exist either because the numbers of rollerbladers are so small. I mean, the three or four rollerbladers in each little town, it doesn't warrant um, sorry, my cats are scurrying around and distracting me. Hey, stop it! I'm doing a podcast! Um, where was I? Yeah, skate parks. We owe all these free skate parks that we can go to. We owe that to the popularity of skateboarding. So, but anyway, I digress. Going to a skate park on a skateboard... I suck at skateboarding, obviously. Well, it was my first time, really. I mean, I've I've dicked around on a skateboard a little bit. I'm, I think in high school, I rode around. I think a friend of mine used to have a skateboard in his basement, and <clears throat> we used to dick around on it. But I, I, I don't know. I, I've, it's been so long. Like I can say, I've never like actually gone for a skateboarding session. 
Um, so here I am at Hate Plaza, Skate Plaza, skateboarding, um, and I'm terrible. I suck, but everyone is so friendly. Everyone's so nice to me. Um, it was interesting to be at a skate park and 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 really feel like I I I fit in, like I felt like a part of the group, you know, like. I could like smile at people and say, "Hey, how's it going?" And they'd say, "Hey, how's it going?" It was kind of, it was just like people on the street, but it was like more than that. It was like we were do, we were sharing this facility, um, and it was like a friendly kind of, a very friendly thing. And and I just perceived everyone around me as as being really friendly, uh, because they were they were being really friendly to me, even though I saw I was, I'm really bad. I mean, I couldn't do any tricks really. I was just like cruising around trying to get like comfortable on the skateboard uh trying to like drop into banks and um I wasn't even really trying to ollie much that first day I was pretty much just cruising around the park um which was really fun in its in its own right like it's really fun like I love activities I love sports I love I obviously love rollerblading rollerblading has been my number one passion for almost 20 years now. Um, I just love being outside in the sun, like doing stuff, like pushing myself. And, and, and the movement of skateboarding, it, it's different, but it's very similar to rollerblading in that it's just like cruising and it's like moving your body in a certain way to, to move you across the earth. So it's very similar in that. But it was interesting to really be at the bottom of the barrel, like to really suck it at, at something um my friend is my friend who sold me the board is really good he has a pro board he's been skateboarding for a really long time and obviously is really comfortable and and it's interesting to be at the bottom of the barrel like to be to suck at something but it was still like so fun and the little things that i would do the little the little things that i'd be like really like i I was afraid to like go into banks. Like I was afraid to just drop into banks. And and when I did it, it was like a huge sense of of accomplishment. And it felt really good to just do like pretty simple things. It felt like an accomplishment. Um, so it's and since then I've 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 had a had two sessions, um, both just in the tennis court, and I've just been like practicing my ollies, just trying to ollie as high as I can. And at this current stage, I'm really motivated to get better at skateboarding, to like learn tricks, get better on my board, get uh, I'm I just want to try to um, ollie with a lot of consistency and and height, and then slowly maybe start learning some some flip tricks. Um, and it's just super fun. Um, but let's jump back maybe, I don't know, a little a little ways, like a few months ago. I was I was dicking around on Twitter and I've got Brian Smith on Twitter. I don't know if, if any of you other the old schoolers out there would know who Brian Smith is. Brian Smith was a really charismatic rollerblader who skated in Hoax Two and he was like he was a personality, really funny. I'm sure people still remember Brian Smith, um, but you, we haven't seen any anything from him for a long time. So I stumbled upon like a little uh, feed of images that he had and videos and stuff, and 
and I was creeping up, creeping on Brian Smith, watching some of some of the videos of like him and his family, um, photos of of him and and his wife, and I guess he's a photographer now. Um, but there was one video clip where I saw a mini ramp, and I was like, oh shit. Is this going to be like a skating clip with Brian Smith that I'm going to stumble upon right now? I got really excited, right? And I click on it, and I watch it, and it's Brian Smith, and he's skateboarding. And he's skateboarding on this mini ramp. And I had the reaction that I'm sure a lot of uh, rollbitters out there who knew Brian Smith as a rollbitter, I'm sure they would have the reaction of like, ugh, like, I can't, what, he's skateboarding? I can't, what? That's lame, man. Brian, you know, but, so I had that reaction, that was an honest reaction, I just, I felt disappointed that this idol of mine was skateboarding, but why, if I was a soccer player, and I saw a soccer hero playing baseball, or basketball, would I have that same reaction, no, I don't think I would. I would be like, oh, that's interesting, you know, to see that person play that other sport. That's interesting. That wouldn't anger me. Why the fuck would it anger someone? Why would a rollblader be mad that, that his friend is, like, skateboarding? And and I think I think a rollblader would be mad um, because I think as rollbladers we've been conditioned to look at this activity as our enemy we've been conditioned to look at skateboarding as like oh people only do people only do that to be cool or people only do that to to fit in that's like the cool thing to do they don't they don't actually have passion they don't they don't have passion like i do they don't hit huge rails and they don't they don't do big shit like skateboarding like um but i really think that's like a defense mechanism, obviously it's a defense mechanism, that, like, we get, rollbitters get made fun of, like, which is so stupid, I mean, it's, it's, they're activities, these are activities that you can do, they don't mean anything, and one of the reasons why I wanted to start skateboarding is because I wanted to I wanted to destroy the uh, the idea that I am a rollerblader. I wanted to like fuck with my own identity and like because I I'm not a rollerblader. I'm a person. I am Todd. I am a man. I'm a person. I I like to rollerblade. I've been rollerblading for a really long time. I really enjoy doing that. I love watching other people rollerblade. But I also love to draw, and I love to juggle, and I love to laugh, and I love sunshine, and I love my wife, and I do all these different things. To define yourself as this one activity that you do, and then to limit yourself and say, I am this. I don't, oh, I don't skateboard. I don't, oh, I don't bike. I, I roll, I'm a rollerblader. I'm a rollerblader. When you say that to yourself, you're just limiting what you as a human being are. I mean, yeah, love things. Love role-blitting. I love role-blitting. I love 
I love to go out and skate. I love to do top acids. I love to do abstract 540s. I love to do that. But I'm not going to let that love limit me from other experiences, other experiences that might even enhance my rollerblading or enhance my perception of rollerblading. Like we're so like I've talked about rollerblading being a religion and I it it's a it's a culture and it's a religion and one of the commandments of this religion is thou shall not skateboard. But fuck that. Fuck you, Jesus of rollerblading. I'm going to be I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to do. And there's nothing you can fucking do about it. And you fuck, if you try to stop me, I'm going to slit your fucking throat. Okay? I do what I want. And and uh, it doesn't mean I don't love rollerblading. I love rollerblading. And I love rollerblading. Watching rollerblading, I love rollerbladers. And I'm going to skateboard a little bit. If I want to go skateboarding, I'm going to go skateboarding. If I want to go rollerblading, I'm going to go rollerblading. If I want to go biking, I'm going to go biking. And I'm not going to feel weird about it. I'm I'm just enjoying different aspects of life. And I don't there's nothing wrong with skateboarding. There's nothing wrong with skateboarders. I think rollerblading rollerbladers have this like conditioned idea that there's something evil about skateboarding and about skateboarders. And I've had that feeling. I've had the feeling like skateboarding is evil and it's and and uh, it's just big business and people just do it to be cool and and in the past skateboarders have been fucking assholes to me and so I'm like I look at the skateboard as this symbol of just like things that I hate in the world. But in reality, it's just a piece of wood that's been shaped and and treated with uh, a concave and and lips and then trucks put on it and wheels and it's just this tool or this instrument for people to cruise around the city and enjoy life and be happy and like challenge themselves and challenge their fear and challenge like what their body can can do and how they can manipulate this board and the 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 board itself, the activity itself, there's nothing evil about that. There might be something lame and, and, and evil about the, the skateboarder at the skate park who, like, mocks you for, for being on rollerblades. Yeah, there, there's something, like, um, ignorant about, about that. Um, but there's something equally ignorant for a rollerblader to look at skateboarding and say, oh, that's, that's lame, that's stupid, or to, like, disregard it as something valuable. There's a lot of value in skateboarding. There's a lot of value in the history of skateboarding. You can draw a lot of inspiration from skateboarders. I mean, it's been around for so long. You have people like Mike Vallely and uh, Mark Gonzalez, people who have been skateboarding for like, I don't know, like over 30 years or something crazy. And, and they're, they're old wise men that, that still skate and still push it and still love it. And, um, and they've they've aged with it there's there's a lot to be learned from skateboarding and to disregard it as something evil i just think is is a, is unintelligent so i encourage everybody i encourage you to um even if it's not skateboarding you don't need to start skateboarding but do try different things try different activities and don't don't identify yourself as a rollerblader you're you're not a rollerblader just because you you 
like to rollerblade sometimes, that's great. That's cool. Awesome. Push it. Push yourself. Go skating as much as you want. If you want to skate 16 hours a day, go skate 16 hours a day. That's awesome. Um, but don't limit yourself. Don't don't think that you can't try other things. Don't don't think that you can't go for a bike ride or you can't go play soccer or you can't go rollerblading. I mean, there's so many fun things in life, and a lot of these things can really make you appreciate rollerblading on a different level. Make you like I've been skateboarding and and I and I I've only been I've skateboarded like a few times over the span of a week, and I'm already looking at rollerblading as something that's like my cat is digging in the bathtub distracting me i'm doing a podcast hey i hear you stop it but that's that's my my dilio is that i uh i'm i'm ska- i'm skateboarding now it's i'm not not rollerblading of course, I'm rollerblading still, but uh, tomorrow I'm gonna go skateboarding. Sunny day, I'm gonna go, uh, you know, work on my tricks. And uh, if you don't like it, you can suck it. Suck it, 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 suck it,